0: It was a little scary. And then I laughed at myself. And then I just went right back into my meditation. (laughs) I put my feet up on the fire pit, closed my eyes. And this meditation was all about visualizing a life where there was no judgment, bills didn't exist. You were amazing at whatever you wanted to be amazing at. And she really got us to the state of just like letting go of everything. And then what is it? What do you see? What are you doing? And I was on stage making people laugh. Hello, I'm Crystal Vilkaitis. I'm a curious, wine-loving entrepreneur who loves to learn and have open and honest conversations. Join me and my amazing guests as we talk about all sorts of relatable business and life stuff. It's my goal that you'll have fun, learn something new, and get inspired. Wine is not required, but is recommended. This is Crystal Uncorked. Hello, welcome to episode two, where we are going to talk about my dream of being a stand-up comedian. I have a very funny story to share there, Uh, and talking about the importance of knowing what motivates you. I've got some good questions for you to ask yourself, but before we dive in to this episode of Crystal Uncorked, I'm Crystal Vilkaitis. I'm thrilled you are here. And today, what we are drinking, I will show you the bottle in a second. It is called Educated Guess. It is a cab from Napa County. I am drinking a 2018. Um, I'll show you this bottle in a second, but I wanted to share with you how I know if my wine is still good because I opened this two days ago after I did an epic Photo shoot with Marcy, my California based photographer. I have a California based and Colorado based. <laughs> my, they're both amazing. I'm so lucky to have two amazing photographers in my life. Um, Marcy, I spent the entire day, it was a seven and a half hour photo shoot day, and she kept saying, You're gonna be sore tomorrow. And I was thinking, Really? From taking pictures? I was very sore. It was, I can't believe how sore I was actually. So I opened a bottle on Saturday night it this bottle Um, you know, typically your Boulder wines, your Boulder reds will stay good for three to five days. Um, so it's been two days, but here's my hack that I learned from wine tasting. So if you tilt your glass and this works best, if you have a white background, so my desk is white, but you can also kind of look up into the light. Um, and I, I really doubt I'm going to be able to show this on camera, but what you're looking for is this clear halo that just like sits on top of the edge of the wine around the glass so you have to angle it. Like I said, it's best if it's white. You're looking for a little bit of a clear halo. If you have that, your wine is good. If you don't have that, your wine is bad. I have to tell you, I have been to so many different restaurants or bars and they have bottles that have been opened forever. And you know, they don't even know how long if they're not labeling it. And you can usually smell it, but not always. Um, so what I'll do is I'll, I do that check, especially if it's smelling bad or if it tastes bad, that first initial or, or two sips. Um, and then the halo test has never failed me ever. Because um, there's been times where like the bartender tries the wine they're like, oh yeah, you're right. So anyways, a little tip for you there. Let me swap my Hello over here. So here's our bottle. I love this bottle. It is called Educated Guess. Um, Dustin actually got me this for Christmas, and uh, I'm going to talk about another Christmas gift that Dustin got me, uh, but not wine-related, comedy-related in this episode. Um, but this is a great bottle. So cheers to you. And let's dive in. Woo! Well, that's so good. I got to tell you, um, we play this really fun game. My friend Robin and I created this game. We don't have a name for it. It's like the wine name game, I guess. (laughs) Uh, but it's where we take a sip and then we say one, two, three, we count together and then we say our word to explain the wine. Um, when I first had this on Saturday night, vanilla was my word. So if you're trying this, if you pick up vanilla, let me know. I taste a little bit more of a cherry kind of today. Maybe because it's opened up a little bit more. So <laughs> we're going to talk about my dream to be a stand up comedian. So the beginning of 2019, uh, Dustin and I were driving to dinner to meet up with a couple of friends of ours, and we're in the car, and I told him about this desire that I had. It was kind of this newfound desire, and I was just kind of being pulled to do it, and I was really excited about it. And so I said, can I tell you something that I'm really excited about that I think I want to try? And he said, of course. So I said, I think I want to be a stand-up comedian and he started laughing like hysterically laughing uh for a long time and i kind of laughed and i said well see i'm funny <laughs> uh and then he wouldn't stop laughing and so i'm like um excuse me like this wasn't meant to be funny like i'm serious i think i want to be a stand up comedian like this wasn't a far fetched idea I am a speaker. I'm, I'm comfortable being on stages. I love being on stages. I tell some random, typically super cheesy jokes on stage. And when I make my audience laugh, it's like one of the best feelings ever. So I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, how cool would that be? Well, he thought it wasn't cool because I am known for not being the best storyteller. A lot of my friends have said this and they're not wrong. Uh, I am typically like, I just get right to the punchline. I just get right to the point. So, you know, whatever. But I still thought with some practice, I could be okay. So anyways, we drive, we get to the restaurant, we sit down with our friends. I order some wine, of course, and I share with the table my idea. And both of them start laughing, like serious belly laughs. And I'm like, Oh my God, guys, they could said it to them. See, I'm funny. <laughs> um, but then I was like, what the hell? Like, am I this super serious professional businesswoman and like can't make people laugh? Like, why is this such a crazy idea for my friends and Dustin to, to wrap their head around? So I left that dinner. You know, and their whole thing was like, well, you're a bad storyteller, whatever. Um, and I'm usually not, I'm not like the goofy one in the group. I'm not making weird noises or faces or I'm not that witty. I'm not that fast. Like, I'll, I'll do a few funny things here and there. I kind of have my weird, my own sense of humor. We all do, right? So I don't know if it's funny or not. We'll find out maybe through this show. But, um, you know, we drove home and I kind of just let that all fizzle out and go to the back burner. So that was beginning in 2019. Um, end of 2019, in December, Dustin and I go on this great vacation in Utah. Our hotel was basically at the front of the gate of Zion National Park. So gorgeous. Um, the hotel backed against this long range of tall red rocks and uh, we got a beautiful snow while we were there. And so one morning I bundled up, grabbed some coffee, went out to the patio. Nobody was there. I had the whole patio with these red rocks all to myself. So I thought, because I was sitting there for 10 minutes um, and I was doing this meditation and all of a sudden I hear this noise and I look behind me, there is a fucking squirrel in the trash can that scared the shit out of me. And if anybody was watching me, they would have thought I was funny. (laughs) I jumped like the whole reaction of looking, trying to figure it out. I jumped. I thought something was flying out of the fucking trash can. Anyways, it was a little scary. And then I laughed at myself and then I just went right back into my meditation. (laughs) I put my feet up on the fire pit, closed my eyes and This meditation was all about visualizing a life where there was no judgment. Bills didn't exist. You were amazing at whatever you wanted to be amazing at. And she really got us to the state of just like letting go of everything. And then what is it? What do you see? What are you doing? And I was on stage making people laugh. I was doing comedy and... I just thought like if I could do that and and actually get paid for it that would be a bonus but to just do it would be amazing I love that feeling of make, making people happier I mean really that is a goal of mine with crystal uncorked if I could either make you have fun or laugh or learn something new and or inspire you then I have succeeded with this show that is really my north star in what I'm trying to do here So I, I saw the stage. I saw comedy. So a couple hours later, Dustin and I are on a hike in Zion and I'm contemplating if I should tell him about this vision that I saw because he didn't really respond the way I thought he would the first time. So I end up telling him because honestly, I have to talk about everything. I just love sharing. I love communicating it is one of my love languages. Like I'm a Gemini. We like to communicate. Dustin is the opposite. He is action guy. I am communication superstation. (laughs) So, uh, I decide I'm going to, I'm going to tell him and we're in this beautiful park. So I just say, I want to tell you what my vision was in my meditation, but I don't want you to laugh at me. Like I'm serious when I say what I'm about to say. Okay. And he said, okay. And I said, I think I want to try stand-up comedy. And he paused and he said, okay, so do it. And I'm like, well, okay. You know, like I said, he's action guy, which there's definitely benefits to being that type of person. You don't get caught up in your head. You don't make up a million excuses. It's like, just do it. Um, I need to talk through it a little bit more. So I was hoping that we could talk through it. So I pushed him a little bit more and his whole thing was like, well, what jokes are you going to tell? What stories you're going to tell? And I was like, I don't know, but I feel like I could come up with something or maybe practice. I don't know, but it's just something I'm feeling pulled to try. So, uh, we leave there that was beginning in December. So a few weeks later is Christmas and, um, Dustin gets me this Great, uh, kind of gift <laughs> to support my dream of being a stand-up comedian. And before I tell you what that gift was, because it's a pretty funny story, I just want to go back to this desire to make people laugh and this, this motivation that I get, this sense of accomplishment that I get when I'm on stage and, and making people laugh. Um, Back, I've I have been on this journey over the past several years of really trying to figure out, you know, everybody says like, what's my passion? We try to figure out our passion. And I guess you could say that, or not passion, our purpose. We're trying to figure out our purpose in life. And I don't really feel like I've been trying to figure out my purpose, but I do feel like I've been missing something from my life. And so I've been trying to figure out what that is. So I've been on this journey and end of 2018, I hired a business coach. And on our first call, the very first question he asked me was, what are you motivated by? And I said, wine. I'm just kidding. I didn't, but cheers. I think we need another cheers real quick to our delicious educated guests. Again, as of right now, none of this is sponsored. These are just delicious wines I'm sharing with you. Cheers. So he asked, what are you motivated by? And I immediately said money. You know, I am definitely somebody motivated by money. Not everybody is. I am definitely that way. And when you get to know me, you know that about me. I love money. I like to think abundantly. When I want to have a ton of money. The more money you have, the more you can help and give and do all these great things. Um, So I said money. And then I said, and and I just kind of laughed like, Oh, what else am I motivated by? And he's like, No, it's normal. Like I get it. I and people know they need money and they want it, so they often say that first. But there are other things that motivate us. And he started listing off stuff, and I was like, Oh yeah, recognition for sure is something I'm motivated by. And in a way, I felt kind of nervous to share that it was recognition because I didn't want him to think like my ego stepped in the way, and it was like, Oh, is he going to think I need all this? um, attention or praise or whatever, or am I not self-confident enough or whatever? But, um, but really like, I do love recognition. It is certainly something that motivates me. And, um, for some reason, it's just like, I want to win awards. I want to be recognized for hard work. Um, I don't need it all the time, but like, if I do something that I feel like is pretty big, I... I don't want just a good job. I kind of want this, like, you're fucking amazing crystal. Like, holy shit, how did you do this? Wow, you're incredible. Wow. Like, I, I just want that. I know that's insane. It's insane, maybe, to some. I don't know. But who doesn't want to be told they're fucking amazing? Like, that's what I want. So I started thinking more about that. Like, after we had that conversation of what motivates you, I started looking at everything I was doing. Like, does this motivate me? Does this excite me? Does this fuel me up? I was missing something that really like made me so excited I couldn't sleep and just like so motivated to do things. So that was a really interesting question. And that is what I would love for you to do after this podcast or show, however you're consuming this. Um, Ask yourself that, like, what motivates? me what makes me so excited i can't sleep what where was there a moment where you felt on top of the world like you created something you did something what whatever something happened and you're like i am fucking amazing you're saying it to yourself and it feels so good like what was that um of course if you want to share that share it with me in a comment or privately dm i'd love to know Um, but you don't have to, if this is just something that you are figuring out for yourself and these things definitely evolve over time, different things become more meaningful to us and motivate us as we get older and our lives change. But what is that time where you just felt on top of the world? And, and are you getting enough of that in your life? I'll tell you that one of those times for me of just like, Oh my gosh, I'm fucking amazing. Uh I am a speaker like I mentioned and I was speaking in Toronto and I often get s- nervous to speak. Like that is a natural thing for me. Even though I have spoke a ton of times, I don't know how many in many countries all over the world. I st- I still get very nervous. But the second I step on stage, I usually calm down. Um, and there I'll never forget was in Toronto and I totally had my nervous tummy and, uh, I was in the bathroom and I stood like Superwoman pose, like, okay, you, you've got this, you know, just pumping myself up. And I was drinking some peppermint tea to calm my stomach down. And then I get on stage. I'm fine. I deliver my talk. And afterwards, so many people came up to me. It was actually just a room full of women. So all these women came up to me and were like, That was one of the best speeches I've heard about social media. I finally get it. Oh my gosh, I had this big aha. So you're telling me I could do this. This is fascinating. Thank you. So much gratitude. One lady was almost emotional. I was like, wow, this landed. They they're getting it. This was so successful. And I just felt so honored to be there and help these ladies. So I went back into the bathroom, same stall, did the same thing. And I'm like, you fucking did it. And just like that feeling I, if I could bottle that up and take a shot of that every day, like I love you wine, but if I could shoot that, man, that would be insanity. That would be a really amazing way to start the day. So I, I was on a search to find more of that in my life. I would encourage you to do the same. If you're, if you are feeling any kind of imbalancement or lack or just curiosity to look inside of yourself. Like, I just think that we often don't spend much time doing that. We're so caught up in the doing in the day to day that we don't take a pause and really ask ourselves, what motivates me? What do I want to do? If I, if bills didn't matter, if I was awesome at anything, if nobody would judge me, you know, close your eyes, have that visualization and get there. And hopefully a squirrel does not jump out at you and scare you while you're doing that. I truly believe that when we know those things of what motivates us and then we move into them, that life just becomes a little bit more enjoyable, a little more fun, a little more easy. Things flow, things fall into place. You kind of just feel that alignment. And I can say that because that is exactly what I have been experiencing through this this show through Crystal Uncorked. And I know I'm only a couple episodes in, but I have worked a ton at getting this thing going. Obviously, it's a lot of work to do a video-based podcast um, and launch an entirely new brand. And there's a lot of emotions you have to work through, but I have never been this so excited before. Like I truly can't sleep. I love what I'm doing. And it's just because I am more in tune with that you know, what I want to do, what motivates me and making an impact. So I hope that you, uh, that you do that exercise and I am sure that you are dying to know what the Christmas gift was that Dustin got me. As we talk about this, if we go back to our, our stand-up comedy idea here, right? That recognition that I loved and I want to make people laugh. I want to be on stage. So um, after Zion, we came home. We had Christmas. And Dustin got me this journal of 300 more writing prompts. And inside of it, it's got all these questions. Um, pick a memory from childhood that st- stands out as a defining out as defining and write about it. Um, where do you think your special gifts and talents would be best served? Look at that. that's an interesting question. What questions are you afraid to ask, but really need answers to, I'm just randomly pulling this by the way, this is pretty cool. Um, uh, I was like, eh. <laughs> but this one was right. The first page in your autobiography, um, I love this. What do you like to take your time with? Anyways, he gave this to me and he said, this can help you come up with some ideas for jokes and stories for your comedy. And I was like, oh my God, so sweet. Like how supportive. And then inside the notebook was a piece of paper and it was a ticket for a booked open mic night on May 28th of 2020. And he said that he I'm guaranteed to be on stage. We just have to make sure we get there early. And the better I do, the more time I'll get. And that 13 of my friends are going to be in the audience, and I'm not going to know who they are. And I shouldn't ask anybody because they've all been sworn to secrecy to not say anything. So... I all of a sudden got like super nervous and super excited because it's like, okay, let's do it. Like, yeah, you know, I said to him, are you calling my bluff? <laughs> like, are you just wanting to prove that I suck? So I stopped talking about it and like, you know, I feel like he's thought, yeah, kind of, <laughs> but let's see, let's try it. And he also was being supportive. So I definitely felt a lot of emotions, but I'm like, okay, I have six months. So I start, you know, getting my jokes ready on my phone and, uh, Um, what was hilarious about this is, so this is on Christmas. We always host Christmas. Our friends always come over. And so every, you know, you're always like, what'd you get for Christmas? And I'm like, well, I know, you know what I got. And they're like, what do you mean? How do we know? And I'm like, well, I know, you know, about the comedy show. And they're like, what comedy show? And I'm like, I know, wow, you're a pretty good actor. I know you're sworn to secrecy, but I know you're going to be there. Like, of course you got invited. So, you know, please be nice to me, but I know you're going. And they're like, so confused. And truly, I was like, my friends are amazing actors. I can't imagine, I just can't believe that they're pulling this off so well. So then they would like, Look down after we were done talking or look over at Dustin and be like, what the hell? Um, and I always thought it was so weird. A couple friends were like, no, I'm pissed. I should be invited. And then I thought that was their way of like getting me, you know, tricking me that they won't be there. So, uh, so we go on with our lives. I tell my family about this gift. My, uh, and then it was so funny because like every person had a joke to tell when I shared that. Like I feel like everybody kind of has this, not everybody, but maybe, A lot of people have this desire to be a comedian or, you know, make people laugh. So, uh, I'm like, you know, keeping notes on the jokes I want to tell. I'm, I'm having sleepless nights. Like I'm getting nervous about the show and what am I going to talk about? And then COVID-19 happens. And so I say to Dustin, like, well, I'm assuming that the show is going to get canceled. Have they emailed you about this? Like, they're not doing anything virtual, right? I just, I don't think I want to do virtual. I just, I think that, you know, just what's going on? And, uh, he laughed and finally admitted that there was no gig. It was all made up. I was not booked to go on. Uh, 13 of my friends did not know about the show. It was a complete joke. The joke was on me. Uh, so Dustin sat there listening to me tell my friends, I know you know, and watching them being like, what is she talking about? This is insane. And he thought it was hilarious. So that was the Christmas present, and the jokester himself, Mr. Dustin Pizer, is going to be on the next episode, episode three, and I hope you tune in because we've got some thought provoking Q and a, I think there's going to be some real, I know that there is some real, uh, value in our conversation and some of the things that Dustin has to share. And, uh, I'm going to ask him the question that, uh, I get asked all the time, which is why aren't you married? I'm gonna ask him that one. We're gonna go there, people. So, you should tune in to that episode. And, uh, and so we're gonna talk about how you can win a bottle, but let's take another sip here. Cheers to you. I don't think I mentioned this, but I might do a, a stand-up through Crystal Uncorked. So, do you wanna see that? If you do, leave a comment below. Uh, it might be hard to do. I was thinking an IG live. But I want to see faces, like I'd like to see some kind of reaction. So we might need to do some sort of Zoom event um, where I can test out some jokes. It sounds terrifying to me, honestly, and I just feel like a live audience would be way better. But uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll play with that idea. If you want to see something like that, will you let me know in a comment below? Just a little heads up, you might have seen my um, fun little cork plugger upper <laughs> Um, it's from Disney because I am a big Disney fan. If you don't know that about me, big Disney fan, I hope that we uh, get to go soon. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for watching episode two and listening and being a part of this world that I am creating with Crystal Uncorked. Please do me a favor. Um, if you are still listening, I need you to subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, however you listen. We're on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Google. I, I think I'm on them all, Stitcher, everything. So wherever you listen, subscribe. That will help you not miss an episode, and that will just help me get this, this baby launched. I would love to have you subscribe, and, uh, and then I hope that you can tune in when I uh, grill Dustin, my boyfriend, on episode three. All right. Cheers. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Are you on Instagram? I'd love to see pictures of you listening to the show, a screenshot of your favorite episode and or your favorite wines. Share them with me. Just follow and tag at Crystal Uncorked. I can't wait to see you there. All right. I'll see you on the next See You.